This episode of Titus and Tate is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. On today's episode of Titus and Tate, we are breaking down the Thursday NBA action. A week is in the books, Tate, of uh, this NBA bubble experiment. Some contenders have emerged. Some contenders have fallen by the wayside. Yes. Everyone is overreacting. <laughs> We're going to talk about it all. <laughs> I cannot wait. This was what we called a smorgasbord of uh, uh-huh. NBA talk, and it's going to be a lot of fun because Greg Popovich threw something out there. We're going to get into the show, but he said that he was the the reincarnation of Larry Bird. That's very exciting. We had the new sons, the rejuvenated <laughs> about Jokic. sons. Yeah, yeah Jokic. Jokic. I mean, they're going to be a great thing. Uh, and then just all the beefs that are going on. We saw Aaron Gordon yapping at you know Kyle Lowry. We mm-hmm. saw rude numbers being, being thrown out. It's just it's been a great day of NBA. Great LeBron day of hates his team, which is a beef we always love. Uh, I almost love said that. this time of year, but uh, you know, obviously, we never play basketball this time of year. I met, but, but we assume maybe this, at this time, time of year, of year being the, the lead up. Pro- yeah, 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 the lead With the up. Free to, agent chess moves that are being yeah. made, probably so. LeBron is in almost <laughs> playoff form, where like he's in that like right before the playoff start form, yes. where he's like, I hate my team, and mm-hmm. I'm going to pretend like I'm hurt and not play until the playoffs start. <laughs> yes, zero dark thirty. I am locked in. And Anthony Davis, please win these games. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about it all. We just got done watching all the games on uh, the, the Rockets. Just smoked the Lakers, and uh, we're gonna just kind of talk about all the games we just got done watching. Also, gotta talk about your boy Nojel Eastern to Howard. Yes. I know you have thoughts. This yes. is a, a man. This is your favorite player in college basketball. Blessed, <laughs> blessed beyond belief. <laughs> the new funniest, journey, new chapter. The funniest transfer saga of all time has come to an end, and Nojel Eastern's going to Howard. So we'll, we'll get to that at the end. But we got a ton of NBA to get to. But before we do. Unfinished business. He takes the timeout. Technical out foul. Timeout. Technical foul. Technical foul. All right, Tate, we got a ton to get to. Uh, the, the Lakers are not making shots. You got to make shots to win in the bubble. The Lakers are not doing it. The Clippers, people were kind of counting them out. They're, they might be back. The Bucks suck, but do they really suck? I don't know. There, there's a lot of like – storylines you could tell the nba media is getting excited again because they're they're overreacting to stuff and you're seeing people saying like the clippers are pretenders and i don't want to hear about how they don't have certain guys and it's like well why don't you want to hear about that like doesn't that matter that they don't it does matter yes (laughs) and then uh the bucks the bucks are losing to the heat and it's like oh my god if you actually go back to the end of the first stint of the nba season the bucks kind of limped into the pandemic and then now the bubble started. The Bucks aren't looking great. Should we be worried about the – oh, nope, we shouldn't. They just beat the shit out of the Heat in the second half. Never mind. Um, there's all that. We're going to get to all that. We have to start with the biggest story to come out of the NBA bubble, and I mean that literally. Zion might be fat again. <laughs> what is happening? What happened to my report that he had put on the dynamic lean muscle and shed pure fat? Pure fat. Was was looking like like Bane slash Shredder in that one picture. The is is he just an angles guy? Is that it? Is it angles and lighting? Is is, is Zion an Instagram model that has to have filters and angles and lighting to make himself look good? I'm so confused as to what's going on. He's the classic Gen Z, and the Z is for Zion, and Zion is exactly what you said. He seems to be better at the social media presentation of what is to come. We saw it with NBA mm-hmm. 2K. You know, we see the picture where the, the the sweat is dripping down his face. It looks like real Zion. But it's not real Zion because real <laughs> Zion, real Zion? <laughs> is not sweating that much, obviously. 
Um, and that's where we are. Fit Zion. I mean, you and I, uh, this is not a new thing for us, this conversation, right? It started as soon as Zion went to Duke. There's a lot Dude, of it started like, before he went to Duke. I checked I mean, the receipts. Yes, I was watching him in the uh, McDonald's All-American, or was it the Jordan brand? One of those All-American games, Zion was killing. <laughs> and I tweeted, he's going to be one of the greatest fat basketball players of all time. Mm. And then my mentions exploded. And everyone's like, what do you mean fat? If he's fat, then what hope do I have? And I'm like, I don't know. If you look like that, you're probably fat. <laughs> I don't yeah, know Boris Diaw was very upset with he's that. Six, he's 6'5", like, 290 pounds. Like, that's not fit i don't know what, what then, then everyone's like no he's just big bone and then eric cartman's yes. in my mentions like <laughs> people are like, upset what is, i'm like what is that it's okay like the guy's a great player but like he he could lose a few that's all we're saying Would but anyway you, go ahead no, it begged the question, right? Is Zion fat? And it led to you and I buying a domain, iszionfat.com. <laughs> no, and that happened been. in 2018. And we still have said domain. And we have it for these moments in time where we see Fit Zion. Fit Zion came into the bubble. He obviously was – there was some Duke propaganda behind that picture. We'll, we'll trace back the roots of that and how it came out. It's not Zion's fault, obviously. It's yeah. someone at Duke that did this to him. They set them up for this. And anyways, the, the Pelicans have had success, but yet the conversation has still been about, is he fit? Is he fat? And we want to answer those questions and we want to give you a place to go. Yeah. Through. We're going to bring that back. Wait, do, do we actually, we own the domain? We it, own does, the domain. I checked. Before. What happens if you go there? Nothing. It's Nothing. Just it's we, don't, we don't have, yeah, we haven't built the site yet. No, we haven't done anything, but just so you know. <laughs> Why don't we just put it so it just says yes. And if you go there, or, or we do, yeah, a, yeah, we do a percentage, like a, uh, yes. do some algorithm where like, 80% of the time it says yes, but 20%. It's diddukewin.com. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's all it is. Yeah. Uh, so Zion Williamson today against the Kings, they did play um, the, the, the Pelicans the and King. The, oh, the, sorry. Yeah, he played the Kings. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the Pelicans and Kings. Um, he played 22 minutes, I believe. Had like 23 points, something like that, or 24, whatever. He, the, the, the guy averages basically a point a minute. He's playing very well when he plays. That's what I mean, yes. He's playing so, great basketball. The mystery continues. It's not enough to just say the man's fat because when he gets in, he balls out. He's dunking on people. The question is just why can Zion Williamson not play more than 30 minutes? This entire season, Zion has played 11 games, Tate, where he's gone 30 minutes or more. And for context, to give you an idea of, like, is 11 a lot? I know he was hurt for a long stretch of time, then came back middle through the season, then the pandemic hit, then, like, what – where does that fall? 11 times in a season of 30 minutes. Tony Snell has played 26 games mm -hmm. of 30 minutes. Tony Snell. Mm -hmm. Inf the, the, the most infamous trillion in, in, <laughs> in NBA history, Tony Snell, has 26 times played an NBA game for 30 minutes or more. Zion Williamson has only done it 11 times. Uh, should we be concerned? Because the chatter is starting to get more serious. It used to be like like – yeah, he'll figure it out. Like he, he's played his whole life a little bigger. Like this is, this is what makes him good. All that kind of stuff. Now you're seeing headlines. Like if you Google Zion, it's like doctors say he's fat and it's like just very <laughs> harsh, like directly to the point. His body is betraying him. He Zion Williamson is in the fight of his life against his own body. I'm making all these up, but yeah, no, I, these, these are, these, yeah, honestly, who knows what's happening around the new Orleans area. I mean, there's a lot of beignet jokes that are being made, but really the reason that the minutes restriction is on, I think and it, there was a quote that Zion is quote unquote pissed. Uh, that he's not playing <laughs> as much. And I kind of love that because, you know, Zion's not doing one-on-one -on -one interviews this year. He said before the season, he didn't think the story was about him. And, and I, I thought yeah. it was kind of commend, you know, you commend the kid for that. He's like, I don't want to talk about me. I don't want to talk about the team. Anyways, Zion says he's pissed about minutes restriction, but I think that they're, 
doing that to protect his knees and, and right. his, all everything, obviously, because he is so prized. And if you have that much weight that you're throwing around, you are obviously at more risk. And that's an, an easy thing to understand. But you also, like you just said, if you've played this way your whole life, you're a young kid. Yeah. You know, I'm not I'm not LeBron James. Like, don't put me on ministry. I'm not Kawhi Leonard. Like, I just let me go. It, yeah, like, I, I should make it clear. I'm not killing Zion for this. Uh, because no, no. We, we think, are always on Team Zion. I'm always pro-Zion. Yes, I'm always. Exactly. Always. Yes, always. Be Have been. And, and I think this is a pro-Zion podcast. As long as I say that, then no one can <laughs> say anything. Um, no, I, I, I'm not, I wouldn't kill Zion for this because if I was in his shoes, I would be hesitant to want to, like, lose weight as well. Like, this is the body I've played with my entire life. Yeah. It's, I've, I've obviously had great success my entire life as a basketball player. And now you're telling me to like, for what slim down? I mean, Kevin love. We've seen, we've seen Mike Dom. We've seen Kevin love. We've seen people have problems adjusting to that new frame and how they play that way. Jared Solinger is a good example of of his second year at Ohio state. He still put up numbers, but like, if you talk to him about it, he's like, yeah, I like being fat. I was better. And then he got to the NBA and they're like, Sean May is yelling at the screen. Sean May. Yeah. Yeah. So I understand why Zion would be hesitant. I, I wouldn't, uh, you know, I'm not going to, especially he's a rookie. Like he's, he's feeling it all out. It's not like if he was an eighth year player and he was still this big and, and, and whatever, and it was like adversely affecting his career, then yeah, maybe we're, we get on him a little more, but uh, no, he, he's just the same dude. He's always been, he's confused as to why, like you have to be put on a minutes restriction, but Man, what a misleading picture going to the bubble. That's really what it comes yeah. down to. It was like I, I was led to believe there were sources the telling out? me that's the that question. He, that he had lost a lot of weight and put on a lot of muscle. <laughs> and, and those sources, I, I feel like I've been led astray by uh, <laughs> hoodwink, bamboozled, all the things that Stephen A. Smith would say. Muck. Yeah, yeah, all that. Uh, quickly on the Kings, I, I want to just say the fascination. Like De'Aaron Fox is one of my favorite college players. He and Malik- how much does he hate Lonzo Ball? By the way, oh my God! Like this goes th- th- one of my favorite rivalries going back to college is just anytime De'Aaron Fox plays Lonzo Ball, he's like, I am going to kill this kid. Yeah, thirty and ten, <laughs> and I, and it, it is. I'm watching this game. And I'm like, man, De'Aaron Fox is unbelievable. Why am I not hearing more about De'Aaron Fox? The haircut, I think, plays into it. I also, Lonnie Walker, the greatest hair at University of Miami basketball history, cut his hair as well and playing with the Spurs now. Rick Barry's very offended by that. Uh, take it, Rick. Take it. I don't care. Uh, I'm, we're, we're riding with the youth, like Zion. Uh, but anyways, De'Aaron Fox, why aren't we talking about him more? Like, swipe it. Like, he's got such a great brand around yeah. him. But then the Kings, there's just something that happens with the team. Even, like, Bogdanovich. Uh, Rashawn Holmes, I feel like, is a lovable character. Corey Joseph mm-hmm. is a great Canadian. Kent Bazemore is a bench mobber. I still believe in Marvin Bagley, by the way. I know he's not playing. Yes, I know he's I hurt, but like we Marvin love him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. were we were talking about where you want to be. We were Marvin Bagley fans first and foremost. And I'll always got- be a Marvin Bagley fan, and he's gonna get killed because he's in the Luca draft, and he'll he'll average like nineteen and nine for his career, mm-hmm. and everyone will be like bust <laughs> i need and, more harry giles also uh, a friend of the program yeah yep. today i was like play play yogi Farrell and play, harry giles those, that's, it, those are our guys kyle guys in the bubble right how guys in the bubble. There. uh darren fox is awesome i've i i love him i will i've always loved him i love him in kentucky <laughs> he uh, watching him against lonzo ball is that gonna be our to, new bit in the bubble we just take college just, guys that we yeah, love and we go yeah. always loved him and uh, i've always, I've always rated him anything. that's the <laughs> that's the <laughs> That's the soccer move. So I'm first. I've always rated. I've always rated the lad. Uh, no, uh, Darren Fox. He's like he's like John Wall and Mike Conley mixed. Mm-hmm. Is what I always thought he was coming out of Kentucky. And so far, like I kind of get the same feeling. Like he's super fast and dunks on people. I don't know. He, he's got the headiness of 
Mike Conley and the the length and athleticism of John Wall. That's my take. And he's left-handed, so so check that out. <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Conley, you've seen him. Uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. He's left-handed. Can we move yeah. on to another friend of the yeah, program? Yeah. What, what do you want to talk about next? I want to talk about a man that I, I saw you tweet this. Duncan Robinson could not miss in yes, the first half, yes. uh, first half of the Miami Heat game, and uh, just the Miami Heat in general. The Tyler Hero Duncan Robinson rollout. I find just a fast <laughs> rollout, like it's yeah. no, like it's a planned attack. It's a new update, like, yeah, it's well, still it's like these, downloading. <laughs> these two guys on the wing are unbelievable. I, I think the one of the biggest storylines that is not being talked about enough, and it's it's kind of tripping me out because we sing him sing, singing Hall and Oates every time we get a NBA commercial. Jimmy Butler just did not play against Jason Tatum. Mm. He did not play against Giannis Antetokounmpo today. These were two matchups that if I wanted to, if 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 you're just a fan of the NBA, you want to see where the Heat stack up in the East for real. You're like, I want to see what Jimmy can do against these teams. And we didn't get to see that. I found that a little frustrating uh, as someone who wants to see where the Heat really stack up. I know Pat Riley probably feels that way as well. So what, what, why, was it, why wasn't Jimmy Butler playing? What's well, the, that's the mystery. Maybe throw it in the Jimmy mystery Butler, bucket. Where Jimmy Butler, it in the mystery bucket. It, it seems that when the pressure is on, we, we, we want him to show Ooh. up. And, and where is he? Come on, Jimmy. Show up. Uh, we want I, I watched most of this, this uh, the, the Bucks Heat game. Um, we talk a lot about Duncan, obviously, because he's like, you know, you want to talk about guys we were in on the ground floor. I mean, it can't get more ground floor than Duncan Robinson calling he's me. at 21 points a night. Yes. Going into his senior year at Michigan saying, can you help me become a broadcaster? Because <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. And now he's the best shooter in the NBA. Uh, yeah. So we obviously talk about, but I feel like we spend too much time memeing Duncan Robinson. Take. Hey, can, we, mm. can we just acknowledge the fact that like, if you watch the tape, if you break down the tape as I do, as a basketball yes, mind like myself, of course, of course, watching Dun- like he's gotten to the point where he is the focal point of defenses. This is it is absolutely insane to me to watch this, and and not that I'm not he's saying trapped. Be. This, he's getting trapped. He's getting trapped. Yeah. He crosses half court. He's getting face guard. He's, he's getting, getting picked like, up. Yeah. Like there was a fast break. I saw Giannis didn't even stop the ball. He ran straight to Duncan, who was like spotting up, and he was yeah. like, "I'm gonna let some. I'm, I'm gonna trust that someone else is getting the ball." I see the white boy spotting up over here. I'm going to go get him. <laughs> make sure he doesn't get a shot off. It is so amazing. And he still finds a way to get his points. It's, it's incredible. I love it so much. And I just want to acknowledge that, like, we talk a lot about Duncan Robinson. And uh, we, we do it, like – It's not in jest. Sure. It's, not, it's not in jest, per se. But, like, we have yeah. fun that, like, we know him. And he comes on the show and whatever. But the dude can – like, if I didn't know Duncan at all, I would just be – I would be marveled by, by what he's doing and how he does it and how well he's shooting and just, like – and he, he he picks his spots like he doesn't he really the one problem is he 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 doesn't shoot enough I guess mm-hmm. you know he's not out there but he, he you know how I feel you should be shooting forty percent from the three point line he's above that like we mm. need you getting more uh, shots up Duncan but I don't know it, it is so yeah, so he, fun to Iguodala watch Iguodala's like I'm not buzzing up my yeah, shots so. yeah. <laughs> just, but but he like he he'll go through the flow of a he can go like a whole quarter and not get a shot off. And still, you can still count on him. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, he's not like a guy that's like, I need to get a few up to get in rhythm and get his sweat going. He's like, no, I'm good. I'll run off screens. I'll be a decoy if that's what you need. Oh, I'm open? Okay, I'll shoot this one. That's good. You know it's good. It's always good. He's not afraid to talk a little shit, too, while he's out there. That's the yeah. other thing. Like, I, I, I love the guy. I love, I love come, the guy, come too. Come back on the show. Yeah, come, come back, back on the show, Duncan. We love you. And it's funny because when you kind of heard the chatter going into the bubble, it was all about, you know, Hero, the rookie, and Jimmy Butler again. And when you watch this Heat team, I mean, even obviously Bam is included in that group. It, like It's like you said today, Duncan Robinson seems to be the most comfortable guy on their offense. And it seems like yeah. they can open not, up when he's able to hit some I'm shots. Not gonna and, be, I'm yeah. not going to get crazy and say he's the best player on the team because, you know, but he, he might be. But uh, – <laughs> 
but he I is the focal Dunn point. Well. He's the focal point of the defense. Like, watch the even when Jimmy Butler's out there. Like, defenses have gotten to the point. Well, they missed Drogic. Like, Drogic was great the other yeah. day. He had twenty-five and five. The other I, day. I swear to God, I think I think coaches are saying let if if Adebayo goes for thirty on us, fine. If Butler <laughs> goes for 35, 40 on us, fine. If Duncan Robinson hits seven threes on us, I will kill all of you. Like, yeah, you do got, not we're let that running. Happen. We're actually we're going running. to run. Like, the do ball. not let that happen. <laughs> and that is amazing that Duncan has gotten to that point in his career. I love a- it. So. Absolutely. It's the best. And it, it kind of reminds me of another guy who is not on the Miami Heat, but he's on the Phoenix Suns. And this is what I talk about a smorgasbord. But it's young guys that are thriving in the NBA because I think mm-hmm. that they – I would say they play different levels of basketball and they adapt to their levels. And when you go to the NBA from college, there is nothing like the NBA. You've never played that type of basketball before. And I think the two guys that have done that the best, at least in young guys are Duncan Robinson and his tier one, you know, we don't do tiers, but the next guy is Cameron Johnson. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm saying Cameron Johnson. And I'm saying that back to Cameron. It's yeah. Cameron. Cause he's wearing 23 and mm-hmm. it used to be cam and now he's Cameron. And I like it's, it's, it's giving me good vibes, but he has grown the hair out a little bit too, right? He's yeah. six foot seven or six foot eight or six foot nine. He's six foot <laughs> He's long. Six this foot man question is, mark. Well, six foot it, Durant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, and yeah. and he's a perfect four. He's getting double doubles. And he's just he seems to be not pressed while he's out there playing as mm-hmm. a young guy. Same with Duncan Robinson. That's why I, I want to connect those two guys because yeah. they are quote unquote specialists. They're there to be three point shooters, but they have so much length themselves and they have so much uh, IQ as basketball players. They know how to read the way that a ball will come off the basket and they know how to like backdoor and put pressure on a defense. They're not afraid right. to guard guys. They're not going to back down from an opponent. They do talk a little bit of shit. Yeah. And they're old. They're like, they're like savvy vets because they've had to play at different levels and they kind of learned a lot along the way. And they're also, I mean, we should say they're older than. than yeah, they are. And they are like, they're older. older. Like they're kind of young in their careers, but that helps that they're not 19, 20, that they're they're They are a little bit older. So like, they have no fear. Like to them, it's not, I mean, it's not a big deal. And and it's just, it was great to watch that Suns team. Once you play division three basketball and you've played for Kevin Stallings, like you're just kind of like, nothing can scare me anymore. Absolutely. This is a lot of fun. Monty Williams is actually talking to me about basketball, (laughs) bringing up his softball stats. Like this is great. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, (laughs) I'm good. Uh, so back to back to the Bucks heat because the, the Suns didn't even play today. We don't need to talk about them. Did, did they? They did. The Suns beat the Pacers today. No, I didn't. I don't think they did. I don't think that game happened. I don't. Th- that wasn't today. The, that was the today. Sun, the Pacers didn't lose. The Pacers haven't lost in the bubble. The Pacers lost today to the no. Suns. I no, promise I, you. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> I promise you. I'm gaslighting the audience. It didn't happen. <laughs> Oh my god! I was like, wait a second. Okay, it's hard? working on you. I was like, wait I watched, a second. I watched like the first honestly year. the the bubble basketball talk has got me so lost. But know, TJ yeah. Warren is obviously it was it was nine to nine, and then the Suns going to run like a seventeen zero run or something. It's twenty six nine to nine, and Man. then I just turned it off. And I was like, all right, I'm do gonna do that to someone who's already in a pandemic and yeah, quarantine in a room by himself watching basketball. I didn't want to acknowledge like, it. It was a it was a team right, free we'll move where it's like if I don't watch it, it doesn't count. No, all right, well, let's throw it away because look, I forgot that TJ Warren was on the the other side of that, and TJ Warren is the goat. So we'll throw that yeah, one away. Yeah. All right, TJ back, Moore, to, back yeah. to Bucks. Heat. Back to the Bucks. Uh, your thoughts on the Bucks? <laughs> as, as, do you believe in the Bucks? Because yes, yes. I think yes. at halftime they're down. What are they down? Seventeen and a half to the Heat. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I mentioned it at the top of the show that you go back to like the end of the first stint before the pandemic hit and this this pause on the league happened. Um, the Bucks kind of limped through the end of that. Like they they closed mm-hmm. out pre-pandemic. They were one and four in their last five games. I think. Now they they heading into the game against the Heat. They're one and two in the bubble. Um, they kind of are. Have they already got the? They do now. They have the top seed locked up now. Um, mm-hmm. 
So I guess like uh, you could argue that that they're 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 in the same mode as the the Lakers, where it's just kind of like, do we try, do we not try type stuff. Uh, but man, they the, the the Bucks are limping across the finish line, and they look good in the second half. They 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 beat the Heat by thirty one in the second half. Um, but you do like a you do a, a a full picture of their last ten games or so. Yep. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. No. <laughs> It's it's supposed to be quote unquote a shooter's gym, and that's where I thought you know someone like a Marvin Williams, a big pickup, you know the yeah. trade deadline for them may step up. A Kyle Korver who had zero points today may step up. An Irva or an Ilyasova may yeah. step up who had zero points today, or you know the list goes on and on. I mean Pat Connaughton had a pretty good game today off the bench. Uh, I would expect more from Bledsoe. I mean, Chris Middleton and Giannis basically have to carry. I mean Giannis is obviously shouldering the largest load, but by a long shot, but Chris Middleton at 33, Giannis had 33 today. If Middleton's not there to kind of, you know, keep the scoring, you know, yeah. like, I, I don't know who they go to because Bledsoe hasn't looked great. I mean, Lopez at 17 today. Um, I, I think the Bucks are the Giannis as far as Giannis can take us, and we've seen LeBron take I mean, just, 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 do, just do, like, gut reaction. I tell you, uh, I'm from the future. The Milwaukee yeah. Bucks won the, the NBA championship. What is your reaction? That can't that, be right. Like, oh, yeah, okay. That, yeah, that makes Giannis, sense. Giannis averaged 40, 12, and 12 <laughs> in the NBA finals, and he was absolutely unbelievable. And Dante yeah. DiVincenzo also averaged 21 and hit – like a bunch of three. I mean, there would just be so many external factors that, and maybe I, you know, something happened to the Clippers on the other side. <laughs> yeah. of the, I don't know. You know? Yeah. yeah. Or the Raptors. I don't know. I, I, I feel like the Raptors are the best team in the East. I really uh, feel that. That's what I'm trying to get to is like, I want, I, 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 I'm cheering for the Bucks because I'll always cheer for small markets. And I love uh, that. That's my number one gripe with the NBA is that uh, the, the player empowerment era is pushing everyone to the coast and us, you know, I, I'll, I'll ride for small markets forever and I want small markets to, to be Hornets forever, baby. Um, so like, it would be awesome with the, but, but I, I really just like, I don't know. I, I don't trust the bucks and I wish I could <laughs> like they play defense. Where does the bucks stop? stop? Yeah. I don't know. But I, I, I it, it's, it's like Giannis and Middleton, like but Giannis can't shoot and he, he has one move, but it works. The move is basically just be bigger and stronger and taller and then dunk on people. And it's like, yeah. that works. So cool but also mm. like i remember when it didn't work against the raptors in the playoffs yeah, the raptors last year, have they, just, they have the playbook on yeah you, and they yeah, also have the yeah. bodies to throw at him og's perfect you know you just go yeah. through the list of the guys siakam obviously matches up really well with him and uh you know what was crazy i was looking through drafts today and i was going through the sixers draft and looking because the sixers lose ben simmons and this is a little on a side but before pascal siakam was picked by the toronto raptors 27 the sixers in that draft after picking ben simmons first had the 26 pick mm-hmm. and they picked a man Korkmaz from Turkey Korkmaz. right before Pascal <laughs> Siakam and I just saw that today and I was like man I just want to remind that to all my Sixers fans out there because that's crazy just shout, to out to the- <laughs> shout out to the fact that Pascal Siakam and Ben Simmons could have been on the same team with Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid. Mm. Oh, oof. man what what, yeah, oof, oof. hate to see it oof. <laughs> oof. but yeah back uh, to the Bucks. I don't know I, I don't I don't know where uh, or how deep they can really make a run without Giannis being a super human but he also is probably going to be the reigning two-time MVP and the defensive yeah. player of the year. So there's a, there's obviously a chance. Yeah. I just, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel good about it. <laughs> I, I don't feel, I feel like the Raptors are the best team and they obviously, yeah, I, I, I do too. 
bubble confidence. I, you know, LeBron was doing, doing his interview. He didn't play tonight, but he did his interview and he was like, every, everything is day to day. We're learning so much in the bubble. Everyone's figuring things out. But then you listen to some of the other interviews with like a Devin Booker and he's like, this is a Hooper's gym. I love this. Yeah. This yeah. Is great. You know, this is, this is where I want to be. And that confidence in playing in such a new environment, I think is a lot, it weighs a lot more than maybe it ever has in the past because this really is a foreign atmosphere. It's a bubble, as we the, joke about all the time. The Suns have officially won the the NCAA championship, by the way. They, they're yes. the 2020 NCAA champions. Um, Devin Congratulations to the Phoenix Suns. Hang the banner. The Suns Please. and the Raptors are the only undefeated teams in the bubble. Uh, the, the Suns are going to mess around and like make it interesting. I think like they're they're actually. Yes. They're there to they're there to compete. They're there to <laughs> they're also there they're not there to make friends with anybody. They were talking to the Pacers. Yeah. Like Devin Booker at one point told the Pacers to stop talking. Um yeah. and I don't know that Clippers game, you talk about confidence. I mean, hitting yeah. that shot, that's a big moment. And then he says he does it, he did that for Kobe. Like that's that's <laughs> yeah. that's you know, that's you're playing with a lot of fire right there. I mean, that's that's a lot for the Phoenix Suns. I'm excited because you and I also we love DeAndre Ayton as the number one pick. A lot of people doubted and like to throw shade at him as the number one pick, and he's been good in the bubble, he's been figuring things out. They're yeah. so young and fun. Wait, but there, but the I, to, to the, I guess the point I'm making is like, I don't think the Suns are there for experience or to like no. build on something to use for next year or to like, like the Suns are there because they're looking, they're like, what are we, a game and a half back of mm-hmm. with four games to play? And, and they're trying to win all eight games. Let's do it. Yeah. Like we're going to all eight games. Let's happens. run the table, make the playoffs and, and lose to the Lakers in four. But. <laughs> cool i mean yeah yeah why not why not and then why not give lebron a first-hand glimpse of your tryout yeah. for the lakers if you're yeah, right, like that. Right. i mean i it, i also texted a friend of mine because cam johnson has impressed me so much i was like we're gonna look back on devin booker and cam johnson be on the same team and say that was legendary you know <laughs> I, I can't believe they're on the same team um but that's just another yeah good for cam johnson man because he he was he was killed for uh the, the sons a lot of these picks that they've had in the drafts they get killed you know like like the eight pick as you said they, they passed on luke kobe Knight. white did not kill that pick. um that was that was the greatest response yeah. ever from a team. yeah and then cam johnson was picked what is he ninth was it 11th was i believe 11. Yeah. it was 11th that's right yeah. uh uh how's mikhail bridges playing i haven't really been paying attention. mikhail bridges has been great man he's yeah. uh he had a great game today he had a nice little strip and steal and a big dunk and like nice. i said the He's whole young, the he came on the show, didn't he? Yeah, friend of the program as well, Fantastic. and he was also like very he he could have been a Sixer. They traded him for uh, Zaire Smith, who is not even on the roster for the Sixers. Can we talk about what I really wanted to talk about tonight? Yes, was, uh, Michael Porter Jr. Okay. Um. So the Nuggets lose to the Blazers. They lose by ten. Uh, the Blazers are. I I don't know. Like people are trying to get excited about the Blazers, but like. Again, who has to do? Damian Lillard had forty-five and twelve. They, like Lillard and made McCollum, eleven threes. Yeah, like the the guy and Lillard plays like forty-seven minutes a night, and the, there's he's gonna run out of it. There's no way it's sustainable, mm-hmm. but uh, you know they're winning, so cool. Um, Shout out to Gary Trent Jr. By the way, I feel yeah. like we don't ever talk about him as a Duke guy, and he is a great bat, or he's a, he not a great basketball player, but he is a world-class hustler he's, you know what i mean like he's player. like yeah. yeah he yeah he know he, oh, he's trying so hard and he's like guarding guys and he had 27 points today yeah i don't know shout out to gary trent um michael porter jr <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah i'm just, sorry i just had, i i'm just let's focus I, let's lock in because it, because i this have is a smorgasbord there's so much talent in the nba and they're I, all college basketball players i think that's what i my final th- before we go back into michael porter jr <laughs> my final thought my final thought god damn it i want to talk about my, <laughs> my, my final thought is that 
we didn't get these guys in college and getting them in this bubble is like yeah. a it's like a it's like a re it's a it's a reset for everybody yeah. and it's a lot of fun and i'm finding guys like monte morris got to watch him in this game before we get to michael yeah. Porter, monte morris great it's like to see him. it's like an elevated g league is what it feels like or not g league. i mean D-O. summer league it feels KBD. like summer league but everything summer is, league it's, it's, it's like better. elevated summer league um better michael porter jr <laughs> okay michael porter jr <laughs> 27 and 12 tonight, Tate. He's yes. averaging over his last three games, 31 and 13. He's shooting 62% from the field in those mm. three games. He's shooting 59% from the three-point line. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I, okay, I'm going to put it this way. I don't have a take yet. I, I'm not even putting the take in the oven yet, but I'm mm. working on the recipe mm. for a take that I'm going to start baking, then maybe put in the oven, and then pull out of the oven and present to the world. Here it is. Michael Porter Jr. versus Zion. Who who are you taking for the rest of their career? Zion. How much longer? How much longer does it have to go on of Zion playing twenty two? That's what I said. I'm not ready. I'm not. I'm just like kind of. <laughs> the wheels are turning. Of <laughs> yeah. You, how many? How many? Thirty. You sound like a man that solved the Michael Porter Jr. mystery. Take, how I many? Am not that guy. How many I'm times do I have to watch Zion Williamson play twenty <laughs> minutes and Michael Porter Jr. put up thirty and fifteen before? Like, how much longer does this have to go on before we start? Michael Porter Jr. in each of his last three games, <laughs> thirty-seven points, thirty points, twenty-seven points, would have all been career highs before the break. Those would have all, like those are his last three games. They all would have yeah. been career highs. Yeah. And these are your headlines. Michael Porter Jr. erupts again. Is Michael yeah. Porter Jr. hot street indicative? Yeah. Yes, it is. This is who he you is. Say yes. You say yes. He has no – yeah, unlike sure. Zion, he has no injury concerns we have to worry about. Um, <laughs> no, uh, it's, it's, it's fantastic. I, I, so are you of the opinion that it's a fluke? Are you of the opinion – like when the playoffs start so – I'm of the, the opinion the, it's a mystery, Mark. That's what I'm – I'm yeah. of the opinion it's a I'm mystery. Dare. And here's what Gary Trent Jr. had to say. He grew up playing with Michael Porter Jr. He's at off the court with great friends. We're amazing friends. It's all love. But while we're on the court, I don't know him. That's a quote about <laughs> Gary Trent and Michael Porter Jr. Friends from way back in the day. He knows Michael Porter Jr. He knows that Michael Porter – I think it's ebbs and flows. I think it's going to be a roller coaster. I think okay. we're going to have a – we still haven't seen Michael Porter Jr. in the real playoff intense moment. Yeah. Be that guy. So what happens when the Nuggets guys come back? Because Barton's out, Millsap's out, Harris is out, uh, uh, Jamal Murray's out. Like that's basically that's literally four of their five starters, right? He's playing the five. Yeah, he's playing four and the five. Yeah. You're you're bringing Michael Porter Jr. off the bench when when both balls getting getting limited minutes, and Michael Porter Jr. is definitely. I'm riding the hot hand. I'm riding the hot hand. Michael Porter. I'm telling him shit. Like you know how I feel. If you're not shooting forty percent, keep shooting until your percentage dips. The guy, the guy is lighting it up. I'm throwing him out there. I'm saying you're the focal point of our offense. It's unbelievable. I'm I'm joking, obviously, but is it obvious, Tate? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know anymore. And that's the Michael Porter Jr. mystery. He gets in your head. He he's got me like like the, maybe that's what the five G does that he believes in or whatever. Like, like he finds a way to seep into my brain and like put conspiracy like like I'm I'm drinking the Kool Aid, the Michael Porter Kool Aid now. And uh, I really had that thought today, like for a half second. I was joking about design, but I but for a half second. I, 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 I know that you are, but I'm saying this. If Michael Porter Jr. continues to put up career highs every game that he plays in the <laughs> and Zion, bubble. And Zion then, continues to play 20 minutes? Who you take, who you then, we, then we have to reassess. But like I said, it's a mystery for now, but we will talk about it as it goes on. It's, it's, speaking of another mystery, Greg Popovich, uh, he is an enigma to say the least. Like in the NBA, obviously he's a great coach. We all love him. But he said that Jokic is uh, basically the next Larry Bird. And I yeah. want to hear your thoughts because I, I can see it. But I also I, can't see it. 
I, I feel, so I'll say like, I was very, very offended when I read this at first. Yes. Yes. I've walked it back to like not being offended, but he's still wrong. Okay. Like I, I, it's not agreed. Is Larry Bird offended? That's the question. I don't think he is. I think he, I, I don't think, think he is. I don't think, I, I think is. Jokic is good at like, the, yeah. you take offense to it. If Jokic is a second year player and you're just like, if, if, if he said it about Michael Porter, <laughs> you take offense to and, it. And, 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 and I will say, I think, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like Michael Porter is looking like Larry Bird out there. He'd be like, all right, keep it in your pants, Pop. I mean, look, I want the headline from Fox <laughs> to be Mark Titus says Michael Porter, MPJ <laughs> is the next MJ. That's what I want. That's what we're, I, we're, we're about to find out how much our producers like me because like they can very easily spin a, we're <laughs> Mark Titus we're gonna have Mike, Mark Titus is Michael Porter. It could be the next Larry Bird, and yes. he would take him over Zion. Yes, as a career. yes, <laughs> yes, career. yes. Also, he watched the last dance last weekend. Next MJ. <laughs> also, next question. Uh, <laughs> Jokic is like a reincarnation of Larry Bird. I don't. I just. I. I. I think it was even a lifestyle, yeah. like the way that they handle, the way they yeah. approach the game also yeah. is a factor in this because i think you know Jokic is ripping some beers and, and yeah yeah oh he's 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 ripping heaters in the in, in the halftime yeah he's he's 100 if there's a guy if you're if we're doing power rankings of guys that would throw out their back paving their mother's driveway <laughs> they're at the height of their career Jokic is in, the, in my top five for sure for sure yeah, yeah, okay he's gonna, he's gonna be up there um <laughs> So yeah, I, I I I get to compare. He can do it all. Like Jokic, it's it's a it's a good comparison in that like I don't know his skill set's the same. They're both like slow, but like it works. Um, yeah, I don't know. I get I get where he's coming from. There, he's a big guy. He gets a shot off. He like, but uh, it just feels. I I just like recoil anytime the Larry Bird comparison gets brought up. Even like Lebr- comparing LeBron mm-hmm. to Larry Bird. LeBron's better than Larry Bird. And still, if someone came out and said like. You know, LeBron looks like Larry Bird out there. I'd be like, no, hang on a second. <laughs> yeah, he doing? doesn't. He doesn't. I would say that if anything, it'd be like maybe. Just say he's better than Larry, but don't make the comparison to him. Just say he's better. Like, yeah. quit, quit saying there can only be one Larry Bird. Honestly, we we both know Larry Bird's still in the starting five all time. So it, you Absolutely. can say you can Absolutely. say so and so has a better career. But yeah. they ain't better at basketball. But that's that's, <laughs> yeah. that's an aside. That's an aside. We won't get too heated up. Um, I want to ask you about the American Sabonis. That's my – he's the reincarnation uh-huh. of Sabonis. That's Zach Collins. Mm-hmm. And then uh, on the broadcast tonight, I believe it was Charles Barkley said that Zach Collins, he believed was going to be an all-star for the next 10 to 15 years in the NBA. Holy and shit, really? He said that? Yeah, he said that. And, I, I mean, it kind of struck me. I wrote it down because I was like – Again, this is a guy I feel like I didn't see enough of at Gonzaga. So Dude, I, stop I it. Stop it. I, I see what you're doing there. I see the low-key shade of like, yeah, I thought – I didn't see enough of him. Yeah, 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 because the rest were calling fouls every time he got in, and that's why you didn't Look, see enough of him I, in the I, title game. I, I, was not, I was not officiating the game, Mark. I was watching it. Can we talk about the game we just got done watching, the yeah, Rockets and Lakers? So LeBron doesn't play. Uh, Russell Westbrook doesn't play. We're not going to overreact to this one game and pretend no. like – Lakers are done or finished, whatever. But at the same time, the Lakers are shooting 23% from the three-point line inside the bubble since they've yes. got to the bubble. you got to make zero, shots. Hey, to win at this dark, level. Zero dark 23, Mark. That's yeah, what it is. That's what we do. To win at this level, Tate, you have to make shots. The Lakers are not doing that. Uh, I, I, something's got to give. They either have to make shots or they're going to lose. That's my, that's my take on what's going on right now. Someone here's my take on the Lakers. Someone needs to figure out J.R. Smith's room number and someone needs to go talk to J.R. and figure out what J.R. needs. And, and let me just say this as someone who is a Rashad McCants, um, 
defender, uh, yeah, not defender, but yeah. like Rashad McCants basketball defender as a scorer okay. and as a mental outlook on the game. As someone like you got to get in the ball early, get him a little basket, like just to get him engaged in the game. J.R. Yep. Smith needs to get engaged. And mm-hmm. I don't know who on the Lakers is going to engage him. I don't know if it's AD. I don't know if it's Quinn Cook. I don't know if it's Danny Green. But someone needs to get J.R. two points in this game, played 13 minutes, looks lethargic, looks out of it, does mm-hmm. not look engaged. Uh, Deion Waiters looks like he's trying to save the world. He looks like he is trying to carry the Lakers himself. Yeah. We need him to disengage, bring it down to a level. Dis- we, yeah. We, yeah. We, we, need, we need those guys to actually be real role players. Um, and it, it brings up a fascinating point because LeBron James and Michael Jordan, we always know the GOAT, goat debate, and that's, those two guys are always going to be pitted against each other. But they are so similar in the sense that their talent evaluation is hilarious, right? They are very, yeah. like, if you if did something and start against me, then I hold you in a different reverence. And with J.R. Smith, that playoff appearance with the Knicks when he dunked on LeBron in Madison Square Garden <laughs> has got him so far. You know, yeah. he got him a championship. It got him to this point. Basically what I'm saying is LeBron engage. Uh, go to Jr. Get him focused. Get him go locked to him. in. Go, go to, to him, him, LeBron. Go to him, LeBron. Go and, to him. Uh, he needs you. I'm telling you, man. He needs it. They need that. They need someone because KCP is going to show up and do his job. Uh, Kuzma knows he's supposed to shoot. Well, I mean, there's he's one guy shoot. on the on the team who is on the team to be the shooter, and you're you've conveniently not brought up his name. And mm-hmm. his name is Danny Green. Yes. And. Yes, ten points tonight. What what I what are we saying about Danny Green? Are we, are we, I mean, are we, like, are we blaming Danny? Danny Green makes shots. Maybe try that. Yeah, okay, everybody makes shots. <laughs> everybody. Taylor, hey Horton Tucker, make some shots. Make some shots. I like I like seeing Jared Dudley out there. By the way, it's a garbage Great. time towards the end. He, that's it. Jared Dudley was when the pandemic hit. Jared Dudley's like, I guess I'm retired now. I guess that's it. Just, I'm done. And then they called him to come back. Like we're going to do the bubble. And he's like, huh? <laughs> what? he's like am i gonna have to play they're like they're like no nah, probably not I they're mean, like probably not maybe garbage time when we're maybe, blowing these teams out with yeah, jr yeah, and dion yeah. and then he's looking over at jr and dion on the bench who are just like disengaged he's like man this jared dudley nice. looks like odd elmore out there from the last five minutes dude absolutely man dude and give it, me give me your fit to fat power rankings odd elmore jared dudley zion williamson <laughs> uh okay so fit, f very kill of your <laughs> number number one fit odd elmore because he's fit in his own body you know what i mean he knows who he is that's really what it's about it's like jared dudley's getting out of his actual body and Zion's yeah. trying to find his body but odd elmore has gotten out of he his knows body who he and yeah. refound his body yeah he's refound and, yeah he knows and that's like what jared will get to in like three or four years um and it's yeah. that's all it is it's just like knowing yourself and and uh, shout out to Elmar. The Rockets hit 19 more threes than the Lakers. <laughs> 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 I mean, just say I, that aloud. I can't. I couldn't even take this game seriously. Because I know. It, it, like Ben McLemore, the perfect example. Ben McLemore, Kansas guy. Didn't get to see yeah. him enough in college. Yeah. Uh, definitely didn't get to see him enough in Sacramento. Or saw him too much in Sacramento, maybe. Uh, 20 points tonight. Great game. Um, Daniel House, a guy that we love at Texas A&M. Yep. Um, who was with the Wizards. And now – been great for the Rockets. Uh, at 14 points tonight, great game. Jeff Green, guy that we love from Georgetown. We love him. Uh, Michael Frazier, my cousin, zero points. I think he had a trillion tonight. Um, I'm pretty sure that Michael Frazier had a trillion. So for anyone out there that want to connect the brands, there you go. Fantastic. 11 uh, minutes and a trillion. I I do love the Rockets. I'm 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 slowly becoming uh 
uh, unabashed lover of the Rockets. Yeah, the Rockets are a very fun. I, I I still don't love Harden traveling and flopping, but it, it, it. I think it's like one of those things where you can't like pick and choose what you love of Harden. Like mm-hmm. Harden, Harden is a net positive. Uh, the way he scores, his his approach to the whole, his cerebral approach, like his ISO, <laughs> like I, everything about it, I love that. They love so, the bubble. They love the bubble. Yeah, and I, and, so, I, and I think that's what matters in the bubble. It's like how much you want to buy in, and yeah. a lot of guys are buying into the playoffs, and these guys are buying in from day one. And let me just tell you, that continuity, I I believe if you keep the legs, people stay healthy. It's that's. that's are the Rockets the third best team in the West? <sighs> yeah. I think so. Why not? I mean, I, I would. I think. I mean, for me, the Thunder are the second best team in the West. I think the Thunder. I think the Thunder are up there. It's the Nuggets. Uh, it's the Thunder. It's the Rockets. Uh, those are my top three. No, no, no. My my top two teams to make the finals. Uh, the Suns are number one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go, Suns. Uh, no, I really do think it's Clippers. I think Clippers are my my one out of the West, and then I think it's a one B if you want to do that for your tier people out there. I mean, it's definitely uh, it, the Lakers are there they're gonna be there they're gonna yeah. be an issue but if they play dame lillard and the trailblazers in the first round that is a lot to take on i mean and you talk about the bubble and no fans and and no staple center to rally behind and mm-hmm. you know waiters and jr smith haven't been on the team that long and mm-hmm. if they aren't engaged that could be an issue lebron's already doing he's he's already laying the groundwork talking about like what do you say he said something like super ominous about like issues off the court there's like something he didn't want to get. He into did that. already. Yeah, you didn't no see way. that. No. Yeah, I, 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 I I'm I, paraphrasing, but it was like something oh, like no. he did his classic like. There's an oh. I, we got an issue, and then I'm not going to expand on it or explain what it is or if it's like coronavirus related or if it's like Jr. was out till 4 a.m. doing something related or oh, like no. or if it's just like my groin hurts related. Like he, he doesn't expand. Engage yeah, yeah. LeBron. Uh, Clippers, Mavs. I guess that's the last game. Then we can wrap it all up. Yeah. Uh, Clippers beat the Mavs. All right. So, <laughs> no, uh, we, 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 both, we both think the Clippers are the best in the West, right? Yeah, I think that's pretty yeah. – I think we're I, both I think, pretty locked in on that. Because I think I, you, Paul George is an MVP and Kawhi is an MVP, in my mind. Those, those two guys – The only reason I trust the Lakers to go farther, like win the fight, whatever, more, is, is solely like – mystic type shit like kobe yeah. dying and then and then you know trying to the the, the, the NBA trying to mom- fix it the myth of momentum uh, like you're just like they have so much momentum but it, who yeah knows? the kobe thing and then like the, we all know the whole reason the bubble exists is because lebron only has so many opportunities to win a title and i'm worried that you're gonna like finagle it so lebron wins the time but if we're talking if, if it's a fair if it's a fair trial if the lakers had mm. uh cleveland cavaliers jerseys on or or indiana pacers jerseys on uh, and and the refs would not give them the. Or, or if LeBron, I, was like, I was like, you got to yeah. take the Cavs out of that example. So let's yeah, let's if go LeBron to the, the Pacers. It's the Pacers or the Hornets. Yeah, if LeBron was named Victor Oladipo, and yeah, and they and they were wearing Pacers jerseys, uh, I would believe in the Clippers much more than the Lakers for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you just go down the list of who they have, and uh, I don't know. They don't seem to be real, and they seem like if they're more building into an identity. The Lakers are trying to hold together an identity. Yeah, um, and AD is uh, uh, has to carry a huge load for that Lakers team on defense. He has to cover a lot of mistakes. On the perimeter they yeah. are not great on the dribble with guys on the perimeter especially a guy like i don't know paul george one of the best yeah. <laughs> around i don't know uh Kawhi leonard yeah i i it just it's not a great matchup um for danny green to be guarding Kawhi leonard or paul george bad um, matchup 
or KCP. Uh, uh, the Mavs. My my one thought on the Mavs is I I love watching the Mavs play, but I would Mavs trust, are a lot of fun. I, I wouldn't trust the Mavs to win anything ever. <laughs> Not a single game. Like you could play the the Mavs could play the the Cavs, the Cavaliers mm. tomorrow, and I don't think I'd really trust the Mavs to win. I don't know. They just don't like like it doesn't feel like they're out there to win. It feels like they're out there to like have fun and shoot threes and move the ball around and like you know yeah, no, no, <laughs> which no, is no. cool. I, I, it's a lot of fun to watch, don't get me wrong, but like I I, I don't trust them at all. I don't No, Luca Luca actually play it's gonna sound weird, but Luca to me has a Steph Curry vibe in that sense where it's very playground and fun and like we're we're playing PE basketball with our friends and uh like you know, everyone's yeah. touching the ball, everyone's getting shots, and you know, it's kind of yeah. crazy. Like even uh the play that sticks in my mind to showcase that is like Luca was driving, he like lost the ball. He regathered it right before it was going out of bounds. He just kind of slung it over to Tim Hardaway Jr. in the corner. Hardaway caught it, shot it straight up. It goes in for a three, and he gets fouled. And Luca's like, you know, like, uh, got him. You know? <laughs> it was and like then such he a dabs. Kinda, yeah, it's got. Yeah, it's just. Uh, and then they look at the scoreboard and they're down sixteen. <laughs> and, and, for, and for some reason, like poor, Z- poor Zingus like puts up thirty points, but it's kind of just like a gruesome, like grueling yeah. thirty points that yeah. is just not. I mean, Luca's a lot of fun, um, but it, the no, Mavs. There's so much fun. The, the Mavs are the TV team. The Mavs are like the the. If, if I want to just throw on a game and know I'm going to be entertained. I'm watching the Mavs, but if it's like I want to stake my life on a team like advancing no. in the playoffs, get me the hell away from that team. I won't yeah. go part of that. I saw Tim Hardaway put up an Instagram saying, I'm smoking a stogie watching junior play. And I thought that was like the sweetest like father-son NBA moment I've ever seen. Uh, especially the that's my favorite father-son bubble moment, I should say. Uh, yeah. just smoking a stogie watching my son. Shout out to the Hardaways. <laughs> what about what about when LeBron blocked Steph Curry in the finals? That was a good father-son moment there. Um, oh man. Uh, big picture thoughts. Let's wrap this up. Put a bow on it. Uh, what is what is your best case scenario? Put your biased hat on. You can be Tate Frazier fan. I don't need you to be a basketball analyst. I just need you to be like, yeah, as homerish as you want. Whatever. Be a hater. Oh, Thunder. I, yeah, Thunder fan. What What is your best case scenario? Champion finals. Like, what What's the best case scenario of, of how the bubble plays out from here? Best case scenario for me is uh, the Toronto Raptors. Go to it's basically what I've always wished would have happened uh, in 1995. It's the Raptors get to play their old guy. They get to play Kawhi, and it's Kawhi and the Clippers and Paul George and his new team and his new friends playing his old team and mm-hmm. everyone he deserted. And it's the Raptors and the Clippers, and it is Siakam who knows Kawhi. It is OG, the young guard guarding PG. It is just the ultimate basketball. Um, you got Jerry West versus Masai uh, Ujiri, like the young guard. I, mm. I, I just see. I, I love Canada being involved again. I love <laughs> LA versus Toronto. I love every. I love LA versus Toronto in Florida. I think that is just like a triangle of the, that is the triangle of yeah, basketball. That's the triangle. Um, that is my best case scenario. And I, Seattle I would, love to would see, be the final point, but there is no <laughs> Seattle team. Well, so but Steve Ballmer owns the Clippers, so, it, connects, so it's, 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 it, all, it all works out. And uh, uh, I, I want to see Kawhi in that moment. I want to see if he shows up because I think he will, and I think that would be great. I had that written down I, in my notes right here. It says, "What is best case scenario champion?" And I put. Raptors, Raptors beat Kawhi in the finals. I think, I think that's, that's oh, that's see, I, I, have, I, I, have, want... I have Kawhi beats the Raptors because yeah. I am on the, uh, there is no two, there will never be another two, three, but there might be two and there might be a three and Kawhi might be the two. And uh, I'm ready for, he's the mm-hmm. second son. He's the second coming of a Jordan type guy. <laughs> okay. A, yeah, that's what I mean by that. These are the things <laughs> that I think of in my mind. Uh, anyways, Kawhi Leonard, I want him to take down the uh, the idea that, 
basically like what LeBron said that the Raptors were bigger than Kawhi Leonard. They didn't need Kawhi, and I want him to beat them with his new team and say I would love did. I would love for they the did. Raptors to win and just like like last year the Raptors. It's a win win. It's a really yeah. a win win. It would be a win win. Yeah, win win. I, I love both franchises. And yeah, the way yeah. they do things. That's the best case scenario. Assuming the Pacers don't make you know obviously, but assuming the Suns my, my do not Pacers. blow. Yeah, yeah. I want to see Suns Pacers finals. That's what I want. That's what I really want. Uh, what so what would the worst case scenario be then? Worst case scenario for me, it's got to be Lakers Celtics for me. Just, yeah. I don't, I just don't, same, I just don't want to see Lakers Celtics. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. I think Lakers I think, Celtics uh, would be I my think, that's, because that's it nightmare. would be billed as a big thing, but like you said, it's really not good basketball. It's not going to be good basketball. Yeah. It's going to be the best basketball. Gonna out, version, like, yeah. You're going to bring out the, the Paul Pierce, like, like Paul Pierce is going to be getting a lot of run because the Celtics Lakers and, and Kobe's not here to like chirp back. So like Paul's just going to like stick his chest down and pretend like he won five rings and like, yeah. I, 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 get it out of my face. I don't want uh, yeah, to deal with that. I don't, I, I don't want to deal with that either. And I, I don't want to <laughs> see them like virtual fans, like trying to like show up each other. Like it, it would just be a yeah, hard, yeah. it's like uh, Bill, uh, Bill and Paul Pierce, like versus the yeah, Lakers, yeah. like, yeah, like, <laughs> Uh, they, they roll jack nicholson comes in and they put on the virtual fans he's like what the hell is this uh yeah it's just i uh, have one final nba thought and then we'll take a break and come back and talk about what you really want to talk about which is your boy no Joel eastern um yes. I, I don't know if you're aware of this but your beloved charlotte hornets are currently the nine seed in the standings the wizards have lost so much on the no, bubble they, they have fallen to the 10 seed <laughs> they didn't even invite us they didn't even invite michael jordan's team you you want to talk about like being the Hornets? No, no, the no. Hornets are Straight above up. the Wizards Straight Straight in up. the standings and not in the bubble. <laughs> Straight up, he's the greatest. He's the he's the greatest single singular popular talent that you've ever had in this game, and he owns a team in your league, <laughs> and he had a chance to make the playoffs to make some more revenue for a small market franchise, and you don't even invite him. And what have the Wizards done? They didn't even send a team there. I mean, they barely sent a team. They sent Mo Wagner and the guys. And and oh. you look at who the Hornets have. You have PJ Washington. You have Miles Bridges. One of the <laughs> I, I, so much upside in that town. That you have Devonte Graham, who should be talked about more as the most improved player. You have so much with the Hornets, and they would have come and competed just like the Suns, maybe even harder because they all watched the last game. <laughs> It's frustrating, Mark. It's frustrating. I'm upset. I'm I just upset. didn't know if you were aware of that. I wasn't aware, but I thank you. Hang me. the banner, dude. You're going to finish as the nine seed in the East. That's pretty good. That is literally the Hornets mantra. <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is Hornets basketball. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back and uh, get into some other stuff. Quick break to get a word from our sponsor, DraftKings. DraftKings has brought their expertise to legal sports betting. It's a legitimate sportsbook app based right here in the U.S. so you can rest assured that your funds are totally secure. That's a great thing to hear if you're on an app because there's lots of places that aren't secure. DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Go right now to the DraftKings sportsbook app and check out all the NBA bets they have going on. they got player props, live betting, and so much more. If sportsbook is not yet available in your state, don't forget about the DraftKings fantasy app. They are offering a shot at a share of $1 million every day this week. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TATE when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook has a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Just enter code TATE when you sign up only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times play through. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. 
We're also brought to you by our good friends at Whoop. Whoop is a fitness wearable that provides personalized insights on the performance of your sleep, how recovered you are, and how much stress you put on your body throughout the day from both your workouts and the normal stressors of life. Whoop monitors the physical and mental stress on your body so you know when you're burnout and need to take a break versus when you're sharp and focused. This is my favorite part about it, Tate. Uh, every morning I wake up, I, I, I've, I'm fall, quickly falling in love with the Whoop thing. Yes. Um, Unlike a lot of the other fitness nonsense out there, like it just tells you how many steps you've taken, how many calories you burn, whatever. The value in the whoop thing, I wake up, it tells me how much gas I have in the tank. Like, <laughs> it gives me a, it quantifies it. It's like, nice. you can go, go get it today, let it rip. Or like, nah, maybe not today. Maybe sit sure. on the couch today. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And that's the best part. That's what I love about it. It's like, I, I, it takes all the thinking out of it. Cause a lot of the other ones I'm like, all right, well, I mean, what should I, I'm going to go run, but like how far should I run? Whoop's mm. like, get after it today. And that's a, that's fantastic. Uh, whoop is offering 15% off when you use the code Titus at checkout, go to whoop.com W H O O P.com and enter code Titus T I T U S. Got to remember that you or else mm. you're spelling something different yep. to save 15% sleep better, recover faster and train smarter with whoop today. All right, take quickly before we get to shout outs and closeouts. No Shell Eastern to Howard, one of the most bizarre, weirdest transfer sagas. Uh, I, I want to remind people what happened here. Yeah, um, that's what I, I want you to do a rundown. I'll, I'll no do Shell a rundown Eastern. as a reminder. Uh, no Shell Eastern announces he's transferring from Purdue. Uh, all signs point to Purdue had no idea this was happening. Matt Painter was blindsided by it, just judging from his reaction. He goes on Dockage's radio show, uh, basically, is like, I don't think this is a good idea. I, I, mm. I know no jail Eastern personally. I'm personal friends. <laughs> I have his number. On my <laughs> <I'm>, phone. <laughs> yeah, I do know him. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've broken bread with no jail Eastern. Mm -hmm. uh, he's like, I don't, I don't love this idea for the kid. Uh, people get upset about that. And they're like, Matt Painter, why can't no jail Eastern live his life? You're, you almost went to Missouri that one time and you used it for leverage to get more money out of <laughs> Purdue. Why can't no jail Eastern have some agency in his own life and transfer every once Quit being a little bitch, Matt Painter was kind of the public reaction. <laughs> that was the um, that was what the public said. Less than what was it like? <laughs> You're loving this. Less than uh, 36 hours later, something like that, mm -hmm. he announces he's going to Michigan, which was suspicious because as the transfer process works, uh, you, you the, the whole reason this transfer portal exists is because uh, you you state your intention to transfer. You enter your information into the portal. Then and only then are schools supposed to contact you. They're supposed to get their mm -hmm. your information from the portal. Get your email address, your your mother's maiden name, your social security number, whatever it is. Uh, and then they can call you and be like, "Hey, you should come to our school." It happened so fast that he committed to Michigan that people start scratching their heads, like, "Huh? Is there collusion going on? Was Jawan mm -hmm. Howard like obviously prying him away while he was on the bench at Purdue? Or what, what's going on here?" Um, but anyway, he commits to Michigan. We're like, well, that's going to get heated when he goes back to West Lafayette and plays as a Michigan player. But it's not, Tate, because he's not going to Michigan because, as it turns out, Michigan never once said, yeah, we want, we want Nojel Eastern on this team. Uh, the, the admissions office did not admit him to the university. So he was back on the transfer market, had to go back into the portal. Um, and then finally he just announced that he's, he is now going to Howard. He's going to join McCure Maker, five-star prospect, mm. who is uh, – the HBCU movement is on. Um, he's going to try to get a waiver, play immediately. Uh, he probably will get it because everybody's getting waivers these days. They're, they're going around like hotcakes. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> the, anyway, this... that's the plan. So he's now going to Howard. Your thoughts as the, the biggest Nozel Eastern fan in college basketball media? 
5.1 points per game, four rebounds per game, two assists per game, shooting 46.6% in three seasons. No gel Eastern, a talent that was not <laughs> tapped into. Um, he started out perfectly with his new announcement, which is one of our favorite tropes in the world of college basketball and the world of, we may speak two different languages. He said for the culture and he commits, <laughs> you know what I mean? To an HBCU says, why not committed commits to Howard. And, you know, in uh, the, the, uh, who we love, Michael Lombardi, Bill Belichick, there is a culture and then there is the culture, you know what I mean? There are two <laughs> different cultures and we all love the, the conversations around it, but no Joe Eastern does is this is, a great announcement PR move, right? We can both agree on this. It's like that that's what the, you know, Don's cousin, McCure Maker did. It was like, I want to announce this, say that I'm, I'm setting a precedent. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people like Boogie Cousins said that he wished he could have made that decision. Chris it's, Paul is like showing the HBCUs a lot of love in the bubble wearing the shoes. A&T, Alabama yeah, 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 A&M, yeah, yeah, yeah yep, all yep, that. Yep. So it's, yeah, that's all happening. And so anyways, no Joe Eastern. This is, this is pretty big, pretty big, you know, move saying a guy that's a P5 guy wants to go to Howard. But like you said, He's expected to need a waiver. Michigan had no idea that he intended to go there, uh, and he was not able to get in there. Howard had no idea he was going to that, that is the question. So we're 11 hours, 11 hours, right, or something like that since, like, the publication of this whole thing. Like, what is Howard's response? I want them to accept <laughs> this and say we are willing to take on Nojo Eastern. And if they aren't, then Nojo Eastern is playing the greatest game of announcement. <laughs> uh, just, like – I don't hold even on. know what you are call you saying. It. Are you great. saying Howard? Hold on, do we have to look this up. Is how did Howard not officially acknowledge? <laughs> I mean, he committed, but I don't I know. I didn't if even they think accepted. about that. All yeah, right, I'm, I mean, ser- I'm searching at HU men's BB. Okay, they retweeted. They retweeted. They retweeted. They, they, they accepted on so Twitter. They but but did they they didn't. It's a retweet. It's a retweet. That's not an. That's not is an that accepted. an endorsement? Is a retweet? No. I thought retweets do not equal endorsement. Right now, it's as not. it stands, we're recording this. Let the record show. It's ten sixteen p.m. West Coast time. Uh, the Howard men's basketball account not verified though, so we don't know mm. if it's true. Uh, mm. All they the only statement they put out on the matter is they retweeted Nojel Eastern's tweet that says for the culture hashtag why not, uh, and he's got a Photoshop of himself in a Howard jersey. Outside of that. <laughs> i mean and you i mean you just look at oh like, dude howard is under armor is under armor back is under this the real back. story <laughs> is this the real story <laughs> howard's an under armor school um so a couple of thoughts first of all uh nojel eastern is free to do what he wants with his life he can transfer wherever he wants i do, will not begrudge him certainly uh the time we live in right now uh giving some shine to the hbcus uh, increasing their profile yeah we'd love to see it we love, we love all it. that it would be so so cool if uh, hbc if, if if we get a season this year um and 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 howard goes on a little run makes a sweet 16 or something and and th- it'll be an awesome if if nojel eastern gets the waiver mccord makers the five star he, he he's as good as everyone thinks he's gonna be that would be so cool uh but at the same time like if nojel eastern wants to play in the nba um and that was kind of like his career aspirations. I understand where Matt Painter's coming from. We'll just put it that mm-hmm. way. Like when Nozel Eastern left, like Matt Painter, when he was like, like he had the whole attitude of like, I know what it takes to get this guy to the league. He's, he's got an NBA body. We should point that out. That's the reason like Nozel Eastern became such a lightning rod. And why I think Matt Painter was so upset and why you loved him so much when you saw him play for four minutes when he was a freshman. Um, He's he's six seven six eight mm. two thirty. As Larry Brown said, you can pretty much tell in the first five minutes who's the best player on the court. And no yeah. Joe Eastern, he he got into that game, got a rebound, got a steal, got a layup. And I said, Mark Titus, sign me up for that five star. And he said, No. Whether it's that 
much a social justice thing, or even if it's just like, I want to go to the smaller school, join with the five-star guy and, and, and kind of make our mark on a program that really hasn't had. He's retweeted his ever. own announcement. Yeah. 67 times. And I'm still going. Um, Wait, I'm sorry. What? Hold on. He's retweeted people celebrating his announcement 67 times and I'm <laughs> okay. still counting. It's a race right. of 69. And I say that to say, when you were asking like, what is the, it seemed like the intent was to celebrate the, the announcement, I mean, yeah. the announcement for sure. And like, what is, I mean, that's why I want, I want him to go to Howard. I want him to play basketball at Howard. I, I, hope I want it to work happens. out for him, yes. but man, it's like, I, I just wish like everyone that was killing Matt Painter when Matt Painter was blindsided by Nozel Eastern's decision to transfer. Matt Painter has, has followed him his entire career and like would know better than anyone what Nozel Eastern is good at, what he's not good at, what he needs to work on to get to the league, all that kind of stuff. And I think that's why Matt Painter was so upset when it all happened. He was just like, I, it's, it's less to do with like, you're going to make our team worse by leaving and more to do with like, dude, you're, this is not your path to the league, but if you want to do it by all means, go for it. And for him to go to Howard, I mean, you know, like he's, this, this must be what he wants. Like if he gets what he wants out of it, I guess, but like if, if what he ultimately wants is to get to the league, oof, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, it's also it's funny. funny how, you know, God's some of the funny. headlines on his own retweets, some of them say power five commitment and some say five-star commitment because, you know what I mean? He just, it, it, it was for the announcement and we love No Joe Eastern. So we're glad, we're glad he got another announcement. <laughs> it comes, you just, you just, as long as you tie, you, you, you throw in the, we love him. <laughs> yeah, we love him. Yeah. Um, all right, shout outs, closeouts. Let's wrap it up. All right, let's wrap it up. Uh, shout out for me is a guy that we shouted out at the end of the last episode, but he keeps tweeting uh, his farewells and his goodbyes, and they have almost become uh, a running bit at this point. But that is the man himself. The eyes are ones, Jim Cunningham, uh, a friend of the program, uh, a guy that, that we both very much enjoy. He has basically been putting out uh, videos of Kyle, our former producer, riding on a bike. Moses, your dog, mm -hmm. uh, in the office wearing sunglasses. Just the moments over the years of, of his uh, debauchery, basically. And he got to the Duffy Awards, our awards that we do at the end of the... You know, yeah, we didn't do Duffy's this year, yeah. Well, we didn't do a lot of things. This year. <laughs> but the Duffy's uh, and his intro, and I never... like For the people that don't know this, I, I'd never listened to this podcast. And uh, and I never... And that's just something that I've never done. And uh, I, so I don't definitely, definitely never listen to anything Jim has done, especially for the Duffy's. And Jim uh, basically puts out this video that he made and I listened to it and it is hilarious. And I, it was one of those times where it was just like, I assumed that Jim was just shitting on us in this opener. So I was like, I don't even want to put my head through this mental space. But when he said, Jim Bayheim pissing his pants. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Cunningham. We gotta, we gotta say this man is Vince Carter with his retirement. <laughs> yeah, He's exactly. leaving the ringer. And like how many times has he said, this is my last day at the ringer. I'm leaving the ringer. I'm joining us. Like, Oh my God. Yes. Yes, yes. He's he is I mean, joining a new podcast network. Holy hell, Jim. Who is it? Um you're 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 speaking to your hope for a better tomorrow, a yes. hope for a season uh this coming season. Hmm. There is good news out of um where's the big ten headquarters? Chicago. Out of Chicago. Yeah. Uh reports say that the power conferences are considering the bubble model. They're considering a lot of different things. Hmm. Uh but but our friend John Rosting tweeted that the power conferences are discussing this, the idea of bubbling it up. As first presented, I invented the bubbles. Never forget. <laughs> I, uh, Straight up. You said it. You said you wanted a bubble. <laughs> Just say it. Just report it. Was, it. Yeah. Let, let the record show that I was the first one to ever believe in the bubble. No, uh, uh, 
my idea might actually be kind of happening maybe sort of i don't know it's on the table it's being discussed I, not my idea specifically but i love that this is but the, the reason i bring this up is not to pat myself on the back it's more that i think I, positive vibes only i think there's going to be a season i'm hoping there's a season we're keeping the positive vibes but the way it's going to have to happen is they're going to have to start thinking about it now you can't make the mistake football made which is like just we'll every, figure it out later we'll figure yeah. it out later everything's going to be fine don't worry it'll all blow over um, you have to start having contingency plans. And the fact that they're talking about it now is good. I like that because like, you really don't have to start the season until January. I feel like you start getting into mid January. It, it gets a little dicey as to whether like we should even have try to have the season, but mm. you, you have till January basically. So we still have plenty of time to figure this out, but we have to start now Tate. and they're starting now. So <laughs> good news. That's positive vibes only. And it's Patino vibes only because Patino from day one has been a January man. And then you came in and you said, I want to bubble in January and everyone's yep. heads Bubbled exploded. Up. And uh, yep. Doug Gottlieb quote tweeted yeah. and said, what an idiotic idea. We got people. Uh, <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm so sick of like people throwing out ideas. And it's it, not even myself, like anybody, if, if you have a, if you have a Corona proof idea and you're like, all right, how can we salvage this thing that we all love? but we live in these weird times. So how can we like kind of salvage that given the circumstances? And then you present the idea and then all the people that lose their minds that it's not like normal, like the big 10 football schedules come out and Ohio state's not playing Michigan at the end of the year. And I saw so many people like, what the hell we're not playing. Why is Mi-? First of all, there's probably not going to be a season. Yeah. Secondly, like, yeah, just be happy that they're playing. Like, be happy that they figured out some sort of system here. Like, uh, for one season, can we maybe not play Michigan at the last – like, they're trying. They're trying, Jennifer. <laughs> Give them a chance. Like, I, don't, I don't understand the I, – I don't know. I just been sitting – and as it pertains to me, is like I, I throw out this bubble idea, and I just – just like people, like the response is like, Oh, th- th- one bid from each conference? Like, how could – we can't do that. That's so much bullshit. How is Howard going to get in with how, – Yeah, how – why should Howard get in when like Iowa State is they're gonna finish fourth in the Big Twelve and not get in? Really? You're gonna take Howard over? And I'm like, yes, one year, like, yes, just shut the hell up. Like, yeah. uh, the problem with the bubbles, though. Speaking of Howard, uh, smaller conferences, I I don't know how they're gonna be able to pull this off. Like, I know it's unfortunate. It's kind of it is the ultimate like big like the, the big timers, the Power Five guys, and it, yeah. it brings up what we talked about before. Is there? Is there two different NCAAs, you know? I yeah. mean, like, you yeah. know what I mean? Because it really is. There's the Power Five world yeah. that, that they live in, and then there's everyone else. And everyone else really gets a raw end of the deal when the Power Fives are the ones in power. Well, I mean, there's a high major, there's a mid major, and there's a low major, but no one ever uses low major anymore. Yeah. And there's only, like, there's a handful of conferences that are mid. Because, you know, like, I wouldn't say, like, the Mountain West and the MAC and, like, those are, are woe is me. I, I don't know how much yeah. they can afford putting one on a bubble, but it's not like they're – it's, they're not on the same level as Howard, per se, you know. No, but, exactly. Um, no, it's different levels. But still, yeah, like the Power Five are basically the only ones that I have any confidence that can like, actually afford it. The other ones can take a hit, maybe, some of them. Like the Mac could maybe but take like, what's like, a the little wor- bit of a hit. What's the risk with that? What's the – Yeah, yeah. And if, and if football season gets canceled and they're not making money from that, and like, I don't know. I don't know. But bubble it up. Power Five bubbles only, if that's what it takes. Uh, let's roll. Let's, let's get roll. It, let's bubble get it, it up. Positive is, vibes is, only. Now here's the big question. Is the American – a power conference <laughs> they're gonna say <laughs> they're gonna say yes they're gonna they're gonna argue yeah. they're gonna yeah. argue that that's good wichita uh, state q which uh uh a verbal meme wichita state is eric andre shaking the white house case let, let, me let us in <laughs> yeah exactly and they'll get in they'll get in the, the coke bro- brothers right now are like, SMU, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah please please 
Uh, so good. So good. Uh, uh, what else? What I else? don't know. Shout out to Devin Booker. Uh, quickly, that's another player that's in the bubble that I have just not even like reassessed everything on. I just really appreciate the fact that he is getting coached and that maybe it's a double shout out. Monty Williams, I think he's doing a great job with all these young sons and uh, Devin Booker could just be an all-star and ignore what his coach is telling him. And, you know, one time Monty Williams was yelling at him for not just swinging the ball around and just basically going ISO and he missed a shot and he was frustrated or actually think a travel was called on him, which is surprising the NBA. And he, and he like looked over Monty Williams. He's about to yell at the ref and Monty's like, you traveled. He like said it and then he like turned away and he like just ran down the court. Huh. And it was just this great moment. I was like, I missed that. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? And as a basketball player, you respect that, especially if it's someone like Monty Williams who's been there and he says that to you. He's like, You traveled. He's like, Yeah, you're right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Back on defense. So if Devin Booker's playing this well, how how well is Aaron Harrison playing that Aaron Harrison started over him in college? So he must just be Man. He must just be balling out. First, you know? go at the Hornets. Now you're going at the Harrisons, who are great right. Hornets. You know that that have filtered through the system. No, nah, I mean, the, the, uh, poor Harrisons. I want to give a shout out to Justin Anderson for his dunk. Yeah, nice. how about that? Huh? How about that? How about how the Titus Tate bump there? Man, we've had a, that's what I'm saying. The bubble jammed on Giannis. Yeah. <laughs> Should and we go to the bubble? And then, well, yeah, we should, should we be go? Should we just go? Let's, let's just, reach out. Let let's us reach out to, to Woj. Woj, get us in the bubble. We'll do the dirty work. Uh, I also want to shout out uh, one of the Colorado, the, the CU twins, Betty. Um, so, Colorado, you're probably not aware of this because you didn't take an official visit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. We're like, I did. Um, Colorado has this, this pair of twins, kind of like the, uh, the San Diego State, the old ladies at San Diego State mm-hmm. that we met. Mm-hmm. That, uh, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. What it do, baby ladies? The sister jeans. Yes, the sister jeans. Colorado has their own sister jeans. Mm-hmm. They are twin sisters. Uh, they are both, I believe they were widowers. And so like after their, their husbands both passed, they became like really tight again as sis, twin sisters and they go to all the Colorado football and basketball games and they're legends on campus. And I was just kind of told all this and I'm kind of regurgitating. Anyway, one of them passed away. Um, oh. I think it was yesterday, 95 years old, Betty, was her name. Betty, the, the, the twin Betty. So, uh, I just want to pay my respects. Betty is our, our program, a, sister Jean. We love yeah. Betty. I've never met Betty. I just learned about Betty, but she's a saint. she's a legend yeah yeah yeah. so she's uh she's she's a cu legend the cu twins you can you can like google her tate she's on they, they have uh she she has uh stuff comes up if you google her <laughs> <laughs> gotcha i'm gonna google it right now how do, how do you say that uh i want to shout out j cole too explain this to me as a guy who's into mm. rap music as a guy who uh understands what the detroit pistons are trying to do uh, as a franchise what what's going on here j cole getting a tryout with the pistons what, J. Cole, J. Cole plays basketball all the time at this gym in Raleigh uh, and he runs pickup games and J. Cole played high school basketball. J. Cole wanted to walk on at St. John's. Uh, his name is not J. Cole. Actually, his name is Jermaine Cole. So I should say Jermaine Cole wanted to play basketball at St. John's and walk on. Uh, did not do that. Graduated. Wait, what's the Jermaine? Oh, Jermaine Dupree. That's who I was thinking. Okay. Jermaine Dupree I, I is so, so deaf. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. Def okay. Jam of the South. Yeah, uh okay also a legend uh but anyways yeah jermaine jermaine cole uh is super close with master p who you know played preseason <laughs> basketball uh with the hornets and the raptors back in the day his son was a walk-on at usc yeah yeah of course yeah. romeo shout out to little romeo uh and uh <laughs> love 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 the whole so anyways troy we- troy weaver is the gm of the pistons and is a big hip-hop fan and when he heard that j cole wanted to uh, you know, try out for an NBA team via Master P. Master P was the one that put it out to the world. He reached out to him and said, you can try out for the Pistons. I think Cole knows 
uh, Derrick Rose, who's the point guard of the Pistons. So it just it was all just it's all in, it's all headlines, right? It's not headlines, real. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. think it's going to happen. But then Devontae Graham, my most improved player, came out and said, "I guess I should have been a Raptor so I could get an NBA tryout." And uh, I did like that because that's like North Carolina beef. Because a lot of people get mad yeah. at me. They're like, "You act like all North Carolina people are aligned." They are not. Uh, <laughs> they are not. These are just my. As these we are my will find views. out in three months. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we will we see will that very out. soon. Um, but yeah, so yeah. That, that's pretty much the story. It's it's all headline chasing. But Cole, Jermaine Cole is a really really good basketball player. If the bubble wasn't going on and we didn't have content, we could have done a top five. Uh, celebrity tryout like like Gar- i remember garth brooks tried out for a baseball team billy crystal always tried out for the yankees i want to say Dude. chad ochocinco tried out for sporting kc i remember that he was trying to get into mls yeah. um all the famous all the del all the- curry and muggsy bogues tried out for the uh the the triple a or i guess they were double a at the time it, uh, minor league team back didn't in the romo day. try to get his like pga he tried card? to play on the pga yeah. yeah yeah speaking of which pga championship underway uh <sighs> tiger's three back jason day columbus ohio native jason he's an australian guy from Columbus. Ohio, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, it's like he lives in columbus but he's from australia. uh uh he's he's at the lead at the top of the leaderboard minus five bryson DeChambeau, his his driver broke and they let him replace it uh i got his i just want to go on record again once again i love bryson DeChambeau. i don't cheer for him mm. um necessarily but i think uh he's very important to the game of golf and people should understand that a little more because He's a perfect heel. He's a perfect foil. Everybody hates him. Brooks Kepka hates him so much. Mm, and he really I, does. He he like has a, like a, a and obsession I think, with him. Yeah, and I think I think it's okay to hate him. I just we, I hope everyone also like respects that we need him as a golf community because yeah, like, for sure. Yeah, you know what I mean. We need but, shooter. McGavin. We need shooter McGavin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, he's perfect. He's perfectly fit for it. And it's also in the twilight of Tiger's career. And I think Tiger did so much for golf winning the Masters last year. I don't think a lot of people are going to realize the ripple effect of that. They got so many people that were out all the way back, yeah, in, back in and to yeah. see Brooks Kepka and see DeChambeau and all these guys and. The more that they have rivalries on the PGA Tour in such an independent sport, it makes it so much more fun because Phil and Tiger, that that carried like 04 to like 2012. You know, it's just like yeah. the back and forth of who are you, a Tiger guy or Phil guy? But and, we need like actual hatred because like Phil and Tiger never really hated well, each other. They were Duke and Carolina. They were both getting yeah. paid too handsomely not to it enjoy felt it. Like, it felt yeah. like the Warriors, Cavs, like like LeBron and Steph don't actually hate each other. They're like, like friends. Yeah. Yeah, they're, yeah, it was like. Or they, they like respect rivals, the but, competition. Yeah, yeah and, and whatever. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. Uh, last shout out Columbus blue jackets won tonight in overtime. They're down three. Nice. came back one or the T they're up two one on the, on the Toronto hockey team, whatever the hell they're called. Maple. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They don't, they don't win anything. So who cares? They, they're not worthy of a, of a shout out, but the CBJ getting it done. Where are my CBJ Let's go blue jackets? Congratulations. That's it. Jackets. That's all I got. That's I all go, I got. I gotta go figure out what to do with my hair, man. I got this. Is, this is an issue for me. I gotta, I got a haircut, America. My hair is it was great. Uh, here, I got a hat on. You can't really show see it. Me. Show it. Dude, oh, look at that! Like, it's like man, slicking back lot. now. Well, yeah. I'm in. I'm in a. I'm at a crossroads, dude. Because I don't know. Do I? I'm at. A, I really have to. It's decision time. Do I become a man bun ponytail guy or? Do I get a cut? <laughs> it's kind of where I, I, I'm, where I I'm think at. you, I think you, I think you reach out to some man bun correspondents that are in California already. Because if they're already in California, the well, answer is yes. That's Kyle Guy is a is a man from Indiana. He, he is a white man from Central Indiana, such as myself. Mm, uh, mm. He rocked a man bun for a time and then got rid of it. So I want I we got to get Kyle Guy back on the program. Yeah, we should, we should call. I should text yeah. Kyle and tell him to come on the show. 
just for that gonna, question. He's, yeah, he's going to think it's going to be about the bubble life or whatever. No, we, just do. like, we don't care like, about the bubble. It's like, Kyle, I'm about to do it, I think. I think I'm Kyle, about to we'll talk to bigger bun. players about the bubble. You're here for man bun talk. <laughs> Pull up the picture. I was going on a jog, dude, and, like, my hair just gets in my face. So, I'm like, I got to tie it back somehow. But I, you I'm just – get the band. You got to get the – Maybe uh, I just go with the TJ backward Leaf. hat. No, you got to get the TJ Leaf band that he has. Oh, the TJ. Hair back. That's what you need, TJ Leaf. Sasa Yeah, straight up. Sergio Ramos. <laughs> Dude, shout out to the machine man Sasha Vujicic like that's how great Kobe is that we know Sasha Vujicic you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? that's yeah. how great he is who's the worst player that was made famous like yeah, that's a that's a conversation for I mean, dude, like, is I Sasha mean, Vujicic it, it, the worst player that like everyone thought was no, good? No, it's Robert Sacre. It's Robert Sacre at the end of the career. No one ever thought he was good. <laughs> or Jordan Hill. Who uh, did? There, there's there's so many Kobe like Kobe. It, the answer, no, no, I got the answer. It's Matthew Dellavedova. The dance was Matthew Villadova. Who uh, LeBron, Kobe, the elevate that they elevated up to a level that like, you know what I'm saying? I think LeBron. Like, there was a time Mario that Chalmers. everyone thought, yeah, Mario Chalmers. That's another yeah, yeah, good. Like, like yeah. everyone thought Matthew Delvadova was like actually not all star good, but they were like, no, dude, he's. I mean, he's actually, unfortunately, like, really it's good. friend he's of the shutting program. Shutting down Steph. Friend yeah. of the program, uh, Mo Williams might be the best answer because a lot of people at one point were like, man, Mo Williams like another all star <laughs> next to LeBron, and you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Love All right, we're, we're talking too long. Let's wrap All the right. show up. Uh, see you guys next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>